Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. There is a lot going on in today's lessons, so let's get to it. In today's gospel, Jesus and his disciples are in the upper room. They have finished the Passover meal. Jesus has washed the disciples' feet, and Judas has slithered out to betray his friend. And before the inevitable dominoes of Christ's passion are set in motion, Jesus makes one final, impassioned, five-chapter-long speech to his friends. And in the middle of that soliloquy, we read today's gospel, in which Jesus says those comforting and memorable words, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. I go and prepare a place for you, and I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. Thomas, being Thomas, asks, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus replies, I am the way and the truth and the life. These are words of Christ we do not normally hear on a Sunday morning. More often than not, we hear this passage at a funeral, for it is the most popular of the suggested readings for burial. And during those difficult moments, we take solace in Jesus' words for ourselves and for the one we mourn. Our Christian hope is that our loved one is already enjoying their dwelling place, or mansion, as the King James Version puts it, when we gather for their funeral. And in those moments when we confront our own death, as well as bear witness to someone else's death, we hope that we too, someday, not soon, we pray, but someday, will also enjoy an eternal dwelling place prepared by Christ himself. I have this image in my head of an infinitely huge beachfront house, with countless rooms, endless porches, and an open rocking chair to watch the sunset. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a place prepared by God. But then, before we get too comfortable, before we rest in our salvation and our relationship with God, Jesus, as Jesus is wont to do, Jesus says something else. Something that if we really listen, could turn our whole world upside down. Jesus says, very truly I tell you, 
The one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact, will do greater works than these. A word to the aspiring biblical scholar. When reading the Gospel of John, if Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, pay attention. These are not and should not be comforting words. These are scary, radical, impactful words. These are revolutionary words challenging the disciples and all of us to move outside of ourselves and our own desire for God and touch the world and the world's need for God. I'm reminded of the words of author Annie Dillard. Does anyone have the foggiest idea what sort of power we blithely invoke? Or, as I suspect, does no one believe a word of it? It is madness to wear ladies' straw hats and velvet hats to church. We should all be wearing crash helmets. Ushers should issue life preservers and signal flares. They should lash us to our pews. For the waking God may draw us to where we can never return. This morning, Jesus says to his disciples and all of us that his ministry is not about the individual, the few, the chosen, the faithful, you and I. Jesus is also about the world and bringing the whole world into sync with that same way that has prepared a dwelling place for us. Christ not only brings us comfort, but also an empowerment and challenge to do great works, not only in our own soul, but in the world. There are many categories of great works, from the kind word said in passing to someone who's having a rough day, to the ultimate sacrifice that we read about in today's reading from Acts. And all of us can create a list of great works whose commission would be for the greater good. I thought of one great work this week in the unlikeliest places, the sports page. I'm reminded that 70 years ago, a man named Jackie Robinson took the field for the Brooklyn Dodgers, ending decades of racial discrimination in Major League Baseball. Knowing that he would encounter the darkest side of human nature, as well as personal and vocational risk, Robinson stood up for what he believed was important, the equality of every human being. Robinson could have played it safe, but instead he was a pioneer and a prophet, shining a light on historic injustice and national embarrassment. And such great works do not go unpunished. Throughout the 1947 season, Robinson encountered discrimination and harassment from both players and fans. Some players verbally mocked him, and others said that they would refuse to take the field rather than play alongside Robinson. And 70 years ago yesterday, May 13th, during a series in Cincinnati, when Robinson was being mercilessly, mercilessly heckled by fans while warming up in the outfield, Pee Wee Reese, a Louisville, Kentucky native, I might add, and the Dodger captain, walked across the diamond to speak to him and put his arm around his shoulder. A powerful and unheard of public act in a divided culture. 
And with that, the Cincinnati fans fell silent. Prejudice certainly did not end that day. And unfortunately, we still deal with its ravages today. But these brave ballplayers dared to do good works, potentially risking their own lives, legacies, and livelihoods for the greater good. We, too, are called to respond to Christ and do good works and do those works with friends, neighbors, those close and those far away, even our enemies and the least of these. And we may be successful in our efforts or we may fail. Jackie Robinson went 0 for 3 in his first at plate in the Major League. But his team won the National League pennant that year, so only time will tell. And when we do such good works, when we act kindly, when we do justice, when we proclaim liberty, when we name exclusion, when we shine the light of God and the light of love where previously only inky darkness of hate and fear dared to dwell, then, then we are doing good works. For we have embarked on the way of Christ, and that way is the truth and the life. And on that way, not only is our own salvation assured, but we also go out into the world assured, transformed, and Easter people in a world too dim. There is a lot going on today. So let's get to it. Amen.